0: Bismillah wa alhamdulillah, salatu wa salam ala rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa manu ala ma ba'da. Baab, ma jaa'a fi al-ruqa' wa Chapter, what has come regarding al-ruqa', yani incantations, and al Tamaim amulets. This was preceded by the chapter uh, for he who um, will kindly remind us of the previous chapter. What was the title of the previous chapter? No? Explanation of Tawheed. Was that the previous chapter? Mahmoud? No, and you, you're, you're right. Anyone remember the title specifically? Tamam, Ahsan, Zakriya, naam. So, in a shirk, libsul halqah, this was the previous chapter, from shirk, from ascribing partners to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is to wear a ring. Wal khayt, what's khayt? Twine, I'm also twine. Even these words need string or a cord, anything of this type. And other than them, in order to remove uh, an affliction of some sort, or to remove it. So anything that's taken from. Uh, a ring of some sort or a twine which is placed on a person's self his or her body or elsewhere as we explained in the previous lesson it is not necessary that that thing is placed on the body it can be placed uh, in the house or in the car and so on that that all of these things are from a shirk not to Go through all of that bab again. But this chapter that we now find ourselves before, then it is closely connected to the previous chapter. This chapter, as we read, is titled, "Ma جاء في What has come uh, regarding incantations and amulets. <clears throat> Anyone want to have a go at the munasaba the relevance and the connection between these two chapters so the connection between this chapter and the previous one any brave souls nah no? that's why he sits at the front he's brave similar similar nah asant, yes Correct. But similarly, in what way? Used on, the body. Ah, used on the body. Only on the body? Previous chapter we mentioned how it's not specific to the body. No. Now all of them are asant, Yes. Again. They're, they're, all of these things are there to prevent some harm. But not just to prevent, as we said, look at the previous chapter. Awli daf'i. Raf'i. To remove it once it's afflicted whatever that may be, evil eye, um, uh, uh, poisonous sting, uh, magic and so on, those things, many people they partake in these things or engage themselves in these actions, placing these things on themselves or other than themselves in order to to remove the affliction, once it's come to them, but also to prevent it from the fir- in the first place so, yeah, and it's not the case that these things are only placed on themselves, or on their children these tamāim these amulets, and that which the people know as taweez in, yeah, in the language of our, many of our people it, it, not, it is not specific to them Placing these things once an affliction has taken place. But many of them in order to prevent it in the first place. Before it even comes. Before they are afflicted by the evil eye and so on. Now, here the about the relevance and the connection to the previous chapter. And here you're going to see the diqah and the precise knowledge of this imam when he wrote this book. In the previous chapter he said, he began and he said, Mina shirk. It is from shirk. And he mentioned those affairs. But in this chapter, he says, ما جاء في الرقى What has come regarding الرقى, incantations and, and amulets, because there's tafsil here with Ruqqa. There's detail. Some of it is allowed. So we don't say it is from shirk. That is, that's why he didn't put this in the previous chapter. Here he, he, he said, what, what has come concerning الرقى because we know from Ruqya. From incantations, that which has come. That which has come and that which is not shirk. But rather it is, it has come in the Quran. It has come in the sunnah. And it is mushru'ah, legislated. Now, and so that is the uh, reason why the imam bought this chapter immediately after. Because it's connected to the previous chapter, no doubt. It is clear. It is a completion of that chapter. And because there's this detail here. Now, so the first... The first evidence that the Imam brings under this chapter is uh, that which has come in the Sahih, that which has come in the Sahih, and Abi Bashir al Ansari. Naam. Radiallahu anhu, كان kana maa Rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi عليه وسلم في بعض asfari. He mentioned how he was. With the Messenger of Allah during some of his travels. Now, Far, so during one of these travels, he sent a messenger. the messenger Muhammad, wasallam. he sent a messenger. So he sent a man as a messenger. Now, And he said to him, "Allah illa Let there not remain any necklace of a bowstring. Of bowstring, watar, quillada, mean water. Water, my brothers, is that that string that is used on a bow. You know the string that they use on the bow to pull that pull back. The arrow, that string from a bow. That's water. Qilada, a necklace. So, let there not remain a necklace of a bowstring. O Qilada, and here now Qilada, a necklace of any sort. Round the necks of camels. Illa quti'at. Again, so here the messenger of Allah he said that let there not remain a necklace of bowstring of a bowstring uh, or any other kind of necklace round the necks of camels, except that it is cut off so this is the first uh, hadith that the imam he brings here Now, now and we're going to look at what Sheikh Abdul Aziz Ibn Abaz he mentioned here. Or, and he summarizes after working through a number of these evidences. So we'll go ahead and continue reading. Uh, but just here, just so you can see by way of visual, uh, an example of that. So on the next slide you can see here, it's an example. That which they would do, as you can see for those who can see the screen. Um, that which the Arab would do, and that is that after they would use the bow during many battles, when it was time for the string to be replaced, they would remove it and then they would place them as necklaces around their camels and horses uh, in order to ward off evil eye and, uh, and so on and to protect their animals. This is a belief that they, that they held that you know, somehow... According to them, according to their beliefs, this wards off, uh, prevents uh, the evil eye or يعني, um, harm coming to their animals. So this is something they would do. Na'am. And so that, that is an example. This is what is meant in the hadith. Qilada min Then the Imam, he brings his next evidence, and that is from... Ibn Mas'ud his first name Abdullah Abdullah Ibn Mas'ud رضي الله عنه, قال he said سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم he said I heard the messenger of Allah saying إِنَّ الرُقَاء so ruq-ruqa, my brothers is the plural, plural of رُقِيَ إِنَّ الرُقَاء Incant indeed incant incantations, but tamaim tamaim is the plural, plural of <coughs> tamima tamima naam. So tamaim and tamaim tamima is referring to amulets, amulets or talismans referred to also in English. Another name for tamaim in Arabic, and this is where you see where the word talisman comes from is talasim talasim so talismans is taken it's from it's, it's the same thing now what tawala tawala yani spells or bewitchment charms so here the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he mentioned three things he said ruqaa incantations tamaim amulets talismans and attiwala, attiwala referring to spells and bewitchment and the likes. <clears throat> shirk, very simple and clear hadith, shirk. These things are shirk, polytheism, yani, <clears throat> acts of ascribing partners to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. And that was recorded by Imam Ahmad. And Abu Dawood. The next evidence is followed by an explanation from the Imam concerning these three things. So, we'll leave the explanation to that because the Imam himself, he explains these things. And then, as we mentioned, we'll, we'll look at the explanation of Sheikh Abdul Aziz Ibn Baza. Now, so, the next evidence the Imam he brings is from Abdullah ibn Uqaym. Abdullah ibn Uqaym. From the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that he said, man ta'allaka shay'an wukila Whoever hangs a talisman, whoever hangs a talisman, or as you can see here, the word shay'an has come, so anything whoever hangs anything يعني, with that intent, with the same intent of يعني, uh, those who place amulets and so on, إلي, will be left in charge of that thing. Will be left in charge of that thing. Now, Tayyip. So here now the Imam, in his kitab, he works through these three matters. Tayyip. Sheikh, he mentioned concerning atmaim. So after bringing these evidences, he says At shey un yallaq al al min al ain. This is the origin that atmaim, singular being tamima, is whatever is placed on children by means of which they seek protection from the evil eye. Naam. this is what Tamaim is referring to in its origin, that which people would place um, around their children in order to protect them from the evil eye. Now, kana The Imam continues and he says, however, if whatever is hung around the child or around whoever is from the Qur'an, then some, some, not all, some of the Salaf allowed this. And some of them did not allow it. So from them who allowed it, Abdullah ibn Amr ibn Al-As, uh, Aisha, عنها, it's been narrated uh, from them. However, there's... يعني, a uh, question or a question mark as to whether that is established on them. But from them, those who were strongly against it, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud and uh, his, his companions and those around him um, such as al Qama and uh, Ibrahim, Ibrahim al-Nakhai and others. And so this is what the Imam is making clear here that some allowed... The tamaim which contained something from the Quran, contained verses from the Quran, and some of them didn't allow it. And we're going to come to the correct position in that, the stronger position in that. Now, but the Imam he says, uh, من المنحي من المنحي and so some, the, the latter, those who, who didn't allow it, then they included even that, those tamaim. Which include verses of the Quran, they included that into the prohibition. The prohibition of what? What has come in the in the evidence in that hadith. That in Tama'im Shirk. They included even those amulets that contain verses from the Quran, they included that in the prohibition. Now that is what the Imam is referring to here. Minhum, Ibnu Mas'ud From them was Abdullah ibn Mas'ud Now, al the Imam, he continues and he says, al is that which is referred to as incantations in English, al Aza'im in Arabic, but incantations in English, spells and charms uh, and the like. A charm, usually in English, what comes to mind is what? Some kind of amulet, right? A charm. But the meaning in its origin, even in English, is it could be words. Words that are uttered to to bewitch some to to uh to um to, to, to cast a spell. To cast a spell. Now um Wuchasamhuddalil Ma Khalamina Shirk. So here the Imam says there is allowed from them from these incantations that which the, the evidence has exempted, has excluded from the prohibition. And those incantations, those ruqah, which are free from shirk, which are free from shirk. Now that is due to the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam allowing Allowing a ruqya, we know, we covered this. He allowed Ruqya to be performed from, meaning um, being bitten, or when a person is bitten, by poisonous insects, by a scorpion or a snake and the likes, or from the evil eye. Or from the evil eye. Naam. Um, and also, due to the clear hadith, which the imam doesn't bring here, but this is outside of the text of the book. However, a clear hadith in this regard, and we've included it here um, for your information. And that is the saying of the Messenger of Allah, صلى الله عليه وسلم. He said, Translation of which is, Submit your spells to me. And he said to the sahaba, when they said that we used to make ruqyah in jahiliyyah. So the messenger of Allah, he said, present your incantations to me. I'radu alayya ruqakum. Yani display them to me, present them, submit them to me, let me hear them. And then he said, la There is no harm with ruqah in spells, incantations ma lam yukun fihi shirk so long as there's no shirk within them Na'am and that was recorded by imam muslim and other than imam muslim Na'am and so here we see that there's an exemption here in, in al-ruqa in totality isn't shirk like we took in the previous chapter and hence why the imam he brought it here under this heading uh, where he said ma Ja'a, what has come concerning al-ruqa and Tamaim. Now Imam moved moves on to at-tuwala. At-tuwala yani the witchman. He said in explanation of this shay'un yasna'unahu yaz'amun annahu uhabbib al-mar'a ila zawjiha wal rajul ila ila mar'atihi it is something they do, yeah, and it's spells that they yeah, and they come with or they perform by way of which they claim to bring about love between a woman and her husband or vice versa. And a woman goes to these people who particip- who, who yeah, and indulge in these matters and, yeah, and he, um, claim to bring about these matters by way of their spells and so on when she seeks love she wants her husband to love her or when the man, the husband he sees that he's in in need of this spell so his wife loves him and we're going to see as an example I mentioned last week in the previous lesson that we were going to go through some examples but uh, I forgot and no one reminded me but if I forget again at the end of this we will see some examples there. Today, we see these things are not just... يعني, the affair has come to uh, the, um, the absence of a person having to go to find these people and to go out far and wide to find these people who can do these things. But from the comfort of your home, on your computer, go to eBay, go to يعني, this website, that website, and these things... Uh, available, delivered, first class. Um, and so we're going to see examples of this, something which many uh, partake in, uh, and unfortunately, many from the Muslims. Uh, hence, the severe need for us to learn about these matters, to learn about that which opposes the Tawheed of Allah and that which is Shirk. And these matters, just like, like we mentioned, in the previous chapter, these affairs of hanging talismans, hanging amulets, and these twines and so on, and these incantations, and going to these people for these spells and so on, then they are shirk. They are shirk in one of two ways. We explained that last week. Yani how how? How are these affairs shirk? That's the question to revise what we mentioned last week. So, as a, as a recap, a quick recap—not that, not to uh, again to go over in detail what we covered last week, but it's connected to this to this uh, chapter here. So, in the previous um, chapter that we, we covered the hadith, Allah تماما whoever hangs or places an, uh, an amulet فقد أشرك then he has committed shirk what do we say concerning that shirk or what did we convey um, and relay from the speech and explanation of Ahlul Ilm concerning that shirk what type of shirk is it and in particular we mentioned the speech of al-Sheikh Saleh al-Fawzan Hafidullah Ta'ala what type of shirk is it hmm? shirk al-Akbar the major shirk expels someone outside of Islam Ah, now, so correct, but we say there's detail There's detail Either it's major shirk, shirk al akbar, Or it's minor shirk When is it major shirk? When you solely? Now. So when a person holds at this tamima This amulet, this twine and so on that thing in and of itself is what brings about benefit. Or wards of harm that is major shirk expels a person outside of Islam. No more Muslim. Tayyip. Minor shirk? When does it become minor shirk? Naam. A good answer. When the person who places that amulet or twine when he holds that it is Allah that is the one who brings about benefit and wards of evil and harm but he holds that this thing is a means a means and here the scholars they say that that is it is not major shirk it is minor shirk because he has made something, a means which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not make a means. And because, what does it do? الغالب, or For many, it leads to the major shirk. It leads to the major shirk. نعم. And again, remember, although we say minor shirk, don't let it come to your head that it's a minor affair. It's a major sin. And it's greater than the rest of the major sins. It is greater then, killing, stealing, k- committing adultery, fornication, and so on. Naam. So, that is what we mentioned last week. And, and the same applies here with these affairs, in this chapter. Naam. now And so here, Sheikh Abdul Aziz Ibn Baz, he mentioned, now after we uh, covered the evidences um, and the explanation of the imam concerning... Um, those matters. Uh, The Sheikh he said concerning Attiwala here, he said, the author he he defined it, gave it a definition and explained it. Um, And he said, they they use the jinn and the devils. These spells, one may ask, how do how do they How do they work? They work with the jinn and the devils. These individuals work with the jinn and the devils. And very often, there are people... How is it that the jinn are subservient to them? And these shayateen? how is it that they're subservient to them? Meaning subservient, meaning do as they ask them to do. Why do these jinn, these devils, carry out these matters for these human beings and these individuals who are requesting from them that they bring about love or they separate also. Remember that there are those who go to these people, these magicians, seeking not just to bring about love. Yes, some people go to them to bring about love. But also some go for the opposite, which is to to destroy marriage. To destroy marriage. And as it's coming Surah al baqarah concerning Sulaiman. So, الناس السحر they teach the jani meaning the, the angels the angels that were sent as a fitna the angels that were sent that Allah تبرك تبرك تعالى, sent to the people as a trial as a fitna Allah tests the servants however he wills and they taught the people al-sihra يعلمون الناس السحر ما يفرقون به بين المرء وزوجه They would teach the people that which would separate a man from his wife. Naam. So, this is here what the sheikh is alluding to. That they do things alongside with the jinn and the devils. From those things, they sacrifice. They sacrifice for them. They glorify them. They glorify the leaders of these jinn and these يعني, these these, these um, evil and misguided jinn and shayateen. Now we say moon likewise يعني, this tiwala and that which um يعني, the Imam explained Tiwala to be is also referred to as sihr So Yani all maradif and words, synonyms for the same يعني, affair. Tiwala, bewitchment, spells, magic, and sihr. So it is referred to as sihr, kadalik al ataf. Al ataf is like to, to bring something together. To bring something together. And so here, in the, in the instance of when a man seeks to bring about love, um, and, and, and that this spell brings about love between him and his wife, he's seeking to bring his wife and him together. Now, was uh, it is also known, referred to as sarf. Um, uh, naam kufr. Sheikh Abdul Aziz ibn Baz, he says, All of it is cover. all of it is disbelief, uh, due to the uh, ayah, the verse that we refer to. Fitna this is what the angels they said, Inna mana, we are only a, a trial for you, so do not disbelieve. Um. Kedalik, Sheikh Ibn he says here that it is it is befitting for a person that he relies upon Allah alone and he's the one that he believes that Allah is the one who can bring about benefit for him and ward off harm along with taking the means along with taking the means the the Legislative means, and as it's come in the hadith, احرص, احرص على ما, ما, ما ينفعك بالله يعني, um, be persistent in um, carrying out that which will benefit you. يعني, take the means, go towards that which will benefit you. Strive to carry out that which will benefit you. was um, بالله and seek Allah's aid. So take the means, and rely on Allah no Uh, so the sheikh he says taking the means is an affair that is lazim it is necessary whether that is yeah I to take medicines um, or other than that whether that is to seek provisions then a person must take the means and from the means, those which are wajib obligatory, and those which are jaiz, those which are jaiz allowed. So, medicines is from them. The scholars they say medicines as from the means which are allowed. A person can choose to, yeah. And if he if he becomes sick, falls ill, he's allowed to remain patient. It's not wajib for him to take, the, take medicine. It is not wajib. It is allowed for him to withhold and remain patient in order to seek the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there are those from the, the sahaba who, who do as such. So this is what the imam is referring to. So the Sheikh he says that upon a person is to take the means, those which are permissible and allowed, and those which are obligatory. Important point, my brothers and sisters, that taking these means does not does not taint a person's tawheed the shaykh says rather abandoning the means than that um, than that blemishes if you like um, a person's a tawheed, and a person's intellect. Naam, because, it's something which, which which we all understand. that you have to take the means, you have to take the means. Naam. and so the Sheikh he says, The he says about the Tama'im which involve those amulets that include and consist of verses from the Qur'an he says that although some from them meaning from the Salaf allowed it such as Abdullah ibn Amr there are others who prevented it and did not allow it such as Abdullah ibn Mas'ud and it is what is correct and it is what is correct due to what the evidences point towards. And this is likewise the position of Ashaykh ibn Uthameen, rahimahullah, and likewise Ashaykh Salih al Fawzan. Now, all of them, they acknowledge and recognize that from the Salaf, those who allowed Tama'im, which, invo- which included verses from the Quran. We're not talking about Tama'im in, in, in general, they allowed them. No. Tama'im. Amulets which consist of that which is not Qur'an. All of them agreed that that is haram. Not allowed. Here we're talking about amulets that consist of uh, verses from the Qur'an. However, important to, 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 to make mention. Those who do allow it, they say it has to be from the Qur'an and only the Qur'an. So, that which consists of the Qur'an and other matters because this is something you're going to see in some examples that from these amulets that which consists of verses of the Qur'an multiple pieces of paper one paper you'll see all verses from the Qur'an but then the next one some Qur'an and then other affairs names which are not recognized or even some names which are well known names of the jinn. And then also, just a whole load of numbers. Naam, and we touched on that in the previous uh, chapter. Naam. Nam and so the Sheikh he says is that this is what the evidence is they, they uh, prove. And al-wajib, the Sheikh he says that which is obligatory, hasmu al-bab, wal qadha'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a he says, that which is obligatory is to shut down this Baab. To close that door of the amulets which yani, contain verses from the Quran. Close that door. This is what the shaykh is saying, that which is obligatory. Um, and to, yani, to shut it down completely. To close the door. In order to prevent those means which lead to shirk. Naam. and so scholars they mention those who who forbid amulets consisting of verses from the Quran, they say this is one of the reasons, or two reasons, which the Shaykh is mentioning here, Adillah, that firstly the evidences point to that, and the Messenger of Allah himself and the Sahaba didn't do as such. They didn't do as such. So even in that example we find that they would not do this this, this action. Thirdly because it's صدق, الشرك, it cuts off the means which lead to shirk. Thirdly or fourthly, can't remember which point we're on now but also it it makes way for the Qur'an because you find that these amulets consist of verses of the Qur'an. Some verses, some of them even the whole Qur'an. The whole Qur'an. Yani in, in, in very small uh, print. In very extremely small print to the point where yani it's difficult for you, you to read it. And you find that this is imtihan. Imtihan for... Uh, the, the mushaf and the verses even if it's not the whole Quran even the verses of the Quran yani it, it puts the, the verses to trial yani when it's placed on a child when a child yani is unaware of what this is and yani his saliva falls on it um, going to the bathroom wearing these things um, it is yani also from this angle that the scholars they say that it is haram and fourthly, innovated innovated or fifthly, innovated. It is not an action from the action of the Messenger of Allah, and the Sahaba. Naam. um So in final, here the uh, Sheikh Sheikh Abdul Aziz bin Baz he said he said that ولا ينبغي تعليق التمائم على الأولاد بل يعوذ أو يع نعم يعوذهم the the father or the mother or whoever كما عوذ النبي al- Hassan al Yani, it is not befitting that a person that he places amulets and so on on his children, rather he seeks protection uh, for them uh, with Allah. Um, as the messenger of Allah, وسلم, he did so with al- Hassan and Hussein. by Making the ad'iyah, uh, those duas uh, which, um, involve seeking protection. التعوذ. Anyone know which du'a the Messenger of Allah him, he recited on Al Hassan and Hussein? أيوة. <inaudible> من <inaudible> شر Simple du'a. <inaudible> And also has come you know, with other wordings, mean, Kulli Kulli lama. and so these are the adi'ah and the forms of ruqa and which are legislated and which we should yani, uh, recite on our children in order to protect them. Nam. Nam. And this is where the word taweez comes from. We hear our people say taweez. You know the root of this? what's the root of this word taweez? yeah but in arabic yeah. No. taawidh yani, It's is it's but you know our people they don't they can't say the ain so tawiz but it's, it's taweez from a'udhu a'udhu billah so that which they take as a protection tawiz but yani taawidh so, uh, again, we have sufficiency in that which has come in the Qur'an and the Sunnah. And we see the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu teaching the Ummah يعني, that which would suffice them in seeking protection uh, for their children. Uh, and so the Imam, he says that Al-Kitaba uh, fil-Waraq Writing um, on paper. So these... Ruqya that, uh, ruqa that they write on paper um, or even on plates and so on Fa'alahu ba'dhu salaf He says that some of the salaf they did these things wa an Ibn Abbas It has been narrated from Ibn Abbas walakin lam However, it has been established and it's narrated from them that they did this but يعني, there are many of those who say no, this is not established with authentic chains so even that is questionable so at the very least we say this when someone comes and says well some of the scholars allowed it some of the salaf did it we, we say and it's not that's not even affirmed in yeah, with, with with certainty no so um, that which is ola no doubt that which is better is to leave even that no no thereafter the imam he brings um, the next narration and that is from imam ahmad um, from um ruwaifa anhu qala said qala rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa ya ruwaifa la'alla al hayat satatulu bika fa akhbir nas akhbir an aqada lah Oh, 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 avm, oh, it may be that you live for a long time. So inform the people that whoever ties and knot in his beard or places a string or cord as a charm or cleans himself after relieving himself with the dung of animals or bones, then inform him that Muhammad is free from him. Now, here, Sheikh ibn he says um, concerning, just very briefly, he doesn't comment on all of it, but he, he says about the tying uh, of a knot in the beard. He says, this, um, the scholars have explained the reasons for this, a number of reasons. Uh, from that is bil-kuffār, is resembling the non Muslims from the Nasara and so on from the Christians and so on, uh, and, and from them those who said, because in it is تكبر, uh, يعني, and, and uh, that which resembles the women, and it involves a man يعني, uh, having pride and so on and resembling the action of women and so on in beautification. Um, Naam, and so the sheikh he says, but however, this does not mean that a person should, uh, yeah, doesn't pay attention to his beard. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with a person looking after his beard and presenting his beard yeah, and in a presentable manner and so on. Uh, and honoring the beard. Naam. Naam. As for uh, the matter of um, cleaning oneself with, with the dung of animal of animals. Or bones then there are hadith that have come uh, prohibiting this Um, and because uh, they are matters that do not purify or these things do not purify and in it likewise is resembling the actions of the people of Jahiliyyah Uh, concerning or the shahid which is taken or the point of evidence which is taken from this particular hadith is uh, yeah, the one who places a string, the one who places a string. yeah meaning this is why he brought this in this chapter here because that, that is the topic of this chapter. Now, and as for um, at the end of the hadith uh, that Muhammad is free from him, then uh, this shows to us that it is Haram and it is a major sin. it is a major sin because the likes of uh, this wording whenever the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi would make such statements that muhammad is free from him or uh, he's not from us and so on then these are terms which indicate that that action is a major sin Naam. you. Uh, just a few more statements that the imam he brings this time from other than the messenger of allah sallallahu from yani, the tabi'een and from Saeed ibn Jubayr who said from Saeed ibn Jubair, who said Man qat'a whoever cuts an amulet or whoever cuts an amulet from a person kana then it is equal to freeing a slave and that is followed by the statement of Ibrahim that the Imam he brings here. The final narration within this chapter. And Ibrahim being. Anyone know which Ibrahim? Al-Nakhai. <laughs> <laughs> Ibrahim Al-Nakhai from the Tabi'in, From the students of. I- ibn Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. So a student of the companion. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. So Ibrahim. who said. Kanu <laughs> tamaim And so this shows to us. Someone who goes back. To the second generation who was a student of the Sahaba, he says, Kanu Tamaim kullaha, kullaha They used to hate and detest the Tama'im, the Amulets, all of them. من Qur'an, وغير Quran from the Quran and from other than the from, from other than the Quran. They hate they, they would detest all of them. Na'am. So that is a, a, a strong evidence uh, pointing out that uh, the Salaf يعني, did not part, participate or partake in these types of actions. Now, that brings us to the end of that chapter, and fihi masail, um, the important matters we take from this chapter. Uh, the first of them is tafsir al-ruka wa the explanation of Ruqa, incantations, and amulets. We took the meaning of those things. Ruqa is what? Incantations, is there, it's translated anyway. Incantations and amulets. Tama'im is amulets. Tayyib, kazarik, tafsir al the explanation of bewitchment, tiwala. Naam. Uh, but however, how did the how did the Imam explain Tiwala? How did he describe it? Like a spell between a man and a woman. Nah, nah, my son, nah. So that which they do, by way of trying to bring about a spell, using a spell, trying to bring about a man and bring them together, bring a woman and man together. Now nah. The third matter is that these three, all of them acts of shirk without exception without exception meaning if they involve shirk so a ruqa which involves shirk it is, it is, it is shirk but there's detail and that is explained now here by the following point or the following matter is that reciting incantations ruqya, with words of truth for seeking protection from the evil eye or from poisonous bites then that is not from shirk so that is exempted. Naam. No. The fifth, anna <laughs> tamima, the amulet, or any amulet which consists of verses from the Qur'an, <laughs> the scholars have differed. Hal amla? <laughs> they differed. Is that from, yani, the amulets which are forbidden, considered as being shirk or not? That's what we took from this chapter. And we mentioned that which is the stronger position in that. No doubt. More so in the times that we live in. And the people who, who yani, are, are, are present in our communities. With the beliefs that they hold. And being weak in Tawheed. Now the sixth is uh, placing necklaces of string uh, around the animals, against evil eye amounts. Uh, no, I'm, I think there's a typo there, but amounts or uh, amounts to shirk, yani. and it's from that. It's from shirk. And al-awtar, the plural of water. dawab on the animals. ain to protect from the evil eye min is from that. The seventh, وطرن, The severe threat directed to the one who hangs a bowstring Severe threat The eighth is فضل ثواب من قطع تميمة من إنسان The reward of a person who cuts off an amulet from a, from a person Or that which is uh, hung upon a person and the final one, the ninth, is that the speech of Ibrahim al-Nakhai does not contradict that which is preceded uh, as he was referring to the companions of Abdullah bin al Meaning that although the, the Imam, he ended with with the state, his statement that the Salaf detested and hated amulets which consisted of the Qur'an and other than the Qur'an, then... Although he, he brought this, it doesn't contradict the fact that there were those, there were those who, Ghani did allow it.. And so with that, that is the end of that chapter, and by way of examples, as we mentioned, um, just to show and this is for um, all of us, um, and for those who may be studying these matters for the first time. Um, it is easy to, يعني, to think and to believe that these affairs um, are not matters that we, يعني, we, we, we need to be concerned about because perhaps you live in a household where your parents, for the young ones, your parents, يعني, they teach you to and يعني, uh, it's easy to to think that these matters are matters that used to take place many generations ago or in the past or in pre-islamic times times before the 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 messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam came the mushrikeen the arabs would do however these this example here shows to you that these this is much closer to home these are affairs that the Muslims, that our people our family members, our relatives, our friends, our communities are afflicted by these things. And this, what you're going to see is an example that was sent to me just the other day, just the other week. Somebody who found in the in the room of their mother these amulets, and they became concerned, and so they asked, what is this, uh, and is it allowed? And you're going to see examples. So again, here in Bradford, here in Bradford, yeah, that which unfortunately the Muslims are afflicted by. And so... Um, as they say, um, The one who sees, or just hearing and knowing and learning about these matters, being informed, is not like seeing it. When you see it for yourself, then and you see the extent of these matters and the reality of these matters. And so, um, here an example, that which was found, um, in the amulet, in fact, let me go to the, that's the picture there, of the amulet. So an example, this is an example of how they come. Yeah, these papers folded up, these miniature forms of paper folded up and placed in such amulets, which are then placed in, uh, or, or, or worn around the neck or the arm and so on, the waist or whatever else they, uh, they, they um, wear them. Maybe, I don't know, Any, anyone Seen anything different? Ankle? Wrist. wrist. And this is not the only form. Sometimes you find them in the, yeah, in almost like a small metal capsule. Have you seen them? No, small, small metal capsules. Like a locket, naam, um, a locket and so on. Naam, um, you know, around the neck, wrist, arm, upper arm, ankles, maybe waist, Allah knows best. Whatever suits their, or tickles their fancy. Um, so here is an example. Here is an example you see. Um, and again, you'll find within these papers, or on these papers, much of that which to the general person, they look at and they see the basmalah, Bismillah, Rahman, Raheem. And so they see here, okay, from what can make out, قُلْهُوَ Allahu lam And so on, but even that, it doesn't seem to be complete. Look at the order. Allah Ahad Allah At the bottom you see Allah which that on its parent may seem okay there's nothing in that but then you'll see examples so here now as we alluded to last week Numbers and so these people are those who yani, combine between uh, various sciences we mentioned last week, anyone we remember what you know, so we said about those who use numbers they they work with Elm it? Elm it? the science of, of letters the science of letters they ascribe numbers to each letter, so every letter in the Arabic language it has a specific number and so they believe that they have a value yani these letters have a numeric value and then so for example your name, take each letter and each letter has a value that totals a sum they'll take your name, take your mother's name and both values from each name, total sum, multiply them together you get this minus you get this Add this add them together you get this again whatever tickles your fancy um, and whatever you want to know they they, they, they they tell you and so they'll tell you how long you're going to live how long or, uh, how long you're going to live how many children you're going to have if you're going to be happy you're going to be sad and these these affairs so they work with ilm al they work with astrology With the science of the stars and so on and Greek mythology and all of these things that which is uh, steeped uh, or, or uh, uh, steeped in, in shirk Naam. here another example so you can see a name appearing uh, you can see in the corners anyone make out that, that word or that, that name those who can read Arabic Okay, maybe you, in the next one you'll be clear or the next... You can, you can see it here. So the Basmala. La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. Bihaq. Bihaq Jibreel. through the right of Jibreel. Ya... Yeah. Mada? Huh? What's this? Is this name of Allah? You see? You see what they do? Ya budduh. They say. Yani... Again, names you don't recognize. But look how they get in there that which is is the name of one of the the major jinn one of the major uh, uh, devils from the jinn naam again arqam and then finally a full page dedicated to buddhu naam so again example here example and this you find this my brothers on uh, I'm not saying you go and find it Stay away from it. <laughs> but as an example. And you see this in the houses of the Muslimin. Again, uh, that which they hold as ta'weez, Ta'weev, protection. So a combination of verses from the Quran, coupled with all of these numbers. All of these numbers and these people who bring these numbers and yani, put this together, they are, they are yani, uh, they indulge themselves into those sciences which have nothing to do with Islam in the least. Now, This is not from the way of Rasulullah sallallahu or the Sahaba or the Salaf or the Imams. None of them. That they would busy themselves with numbers. That they would busy them- no, no you, you, Nowhere do we find this in the Quran nor the Sunnah or the uh, يعani, the statements and actions of the Sahaba. And so you can see, yani by so example at the bottom by keeping this dua in your house or in your shop, wealth, favor, and happiness always remain with you, and there will be no fear or poverty. Nam uh, and finally, uh, look at the price on that. Look at the price on that, and look at the description extreme taweez. Extreme, this is not, yani, it's for the heavyweights, it's an extreme one, yani. Uh, there there are very there there are different grades but this is daraja al the highest grade you know just like you see you know you see in the uh, in the picture you got the uh, the uh, the عطور, the, عطر, the perfumes perfume comes in grades comes in grades he is an extreme this according to them is extreme it will work Magic for attracting true love. Nam. Uh, 3K? Where's that? Oh, 3K, subhanAllah. 3, 3,000, look at it. The key for total success and so on. 1,100. Nam. Nam. one hundred and forty pounds. That's yani actually disc, a discount, so they apply a discount. From 1,900. Huh? Yeah? Let's buy one, get one free? Free deliveries, all of that. Allah musta'an. This is unfortunate that the ummah has fallen to being prey to these matters. And look how these magicians and these evildoers, they, they beautify these matters. And make it so that you don't even have to leave your home. Click a button and it's there. Click a button and it's there. And uh, wouldn't, no surprise that it's possible that many of them are not even kuffar. Some This is maybe some Nigerian Christian in Nigeria. Knowing that the Muslims are, uh, are, are steeped in this and weak to this degree. That they can make some serious money from them. Allah will So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he protects the Muslims from these affairs. We show this as an example, um, but upon us is to first and foremost we learn these affairs for ourselves, learn a tawheed, that which affects a person's tawheed and, and you know, diminishes and makes weak a person's tawheed, that which you know, can lead him to shirk, you know, whether that's minor shirk or major shirk, and that likewise we teach those who are beloved to us and those who are you know, dear to us and other people as a whole in general wafakullah al jamee' limaa yuhibbu wa yardaa wa sallallahu 'ala nabiyyina muhammad wa 'ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in jazakumullahu khayran